friend. It's another Thursday. We are back and at it. We are back and better. We are back and reloaded. <laughs> and I think that's all I have. <laughs> but we're back. Thursdays is my favorite, favorite day in the world because of our mother moment. <laughs> I'm your host, Jazz Like the Music, or the Mother, whichever one you prefer. And, ooh, mm, y'all, I am so excited for this week's episode because it kind of gives me a little bit of my own personal experience and just a topic that was like brought up into my attention which we love those we love those (laughs) but I see you guys have been loving these episodes with the guests and everything like that I've been seeing DMs messages comments likes and everything Y'all know my favorite thing to say is there's no such thing as a stranger. So I'm grateful that you guys are, you know, giving me advice, ideas, feedback, criticism, all the above. I will say, if you ever want to write me, you can always, always, always contact me on Instagram. Ella Mother. That's L-I-L dot m-u-v-a or if you want to do it in like a business way you can always check out my website mother knows m-u-v-a-k-n-o-w-s dot com i feel like there's no such thing as a stranger so please write me we'll be friends before you know it (laughs) but i do want to say a few things If you are listening right now with me, just send a screenshot to your Instagram story and tag me in it or just send me like a screenshot through the DMs. I love to see all of you guys' stories and everything like that. Also, if you know anybody who can benefit from this podcast, just share it with them. You never know. And that's the beautiful thing about life. You never know what type of way you're helping somebody. I will say, I have been slacking on the premium episodes, but I definitely will have those coming back out very, very soon. Keep in mind, those are $2.99 a month, where you can get ad-free, behind-the-scenes, all about me, the real mother moments, if you will. <laughs> and those will be available anywhere once you subscribe. You can check the show notes. But if you're on Spotify, you can actually see the visual to my premium episodes, which is pretty great, pretty cool. But enough about that, enough about that. Let's get into today's topic. Which is love languages. <laughs> so, love languages. 
it's so crazy because we've heard this word so many times like it's to a point where it's almost embedded in our day-to-day life our daily you know lingo but the wild thing i found out because okay let me backtrack let me tell you guys how i got into figuring out that i want to talk about love languages today and it's because i realized i'm able to give love but it's very hard for me to receive love and like people around me have told me this before and i'm like you know what it's something i really want to tap into i really want to get into and so that's where love languages came in i'm like I can learn somebody's love language and give it to them to the T. But once somebody, you know, does the same thing for me, it's just like it feels not overwhelming. But it's almost like a a melting pot of a million and one different feelings. And sometimes it can be frustrating because it's just like why am I feeling this way? Why am I acting like this? Like, come on now, get a grip. But I get more into the story, me in a second. I just had to give that little snippet real quick. But the fun the fact that I found out is that love language is like the book just came around literally 20 years ago. literally in 1992 and it's like it's been around well 20 years is a very long time and it's been around that long and we hear about it but how much do we actually practice it it's so easy to say something it's so much harder to do it especially like every day every moment it's like every moment is that test are you going to keep passing it or are you going to slack some? Are you even going to study or are you going to act like you don't know? And I realized, like, we talk about how we show love compared to how we receive it. There's two different things. So there's five love languages, my friends. Mm. And it's words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. And honestly, I feel like we've all taken a test before to see what our love language is and everything like that. And sometimes it'll give us, you know, two or three out of the five. It have like a percentage and everything. At least the test that I've taken have. And I will say, I don't know if the test is 100% accurate because of the way the words are, like the question is worded. It can make you lead or want to try to stay in the same motion, if that makes sense. I feel like if it was more scenarios, 
and then a couple of general ideas, then it'll be a little bit more spot on. But I feel like if you're not into like the whole taking a test to figure out what your personal love language is, then you can pay attention to yourself or pay attention to other people around you. And when I say that, it's like, do you personally get more excited when somebody spends time with you? Or when somebody, you know, touch you gracefully on your shoulder when you're laughing, which one actually makes you more happy? Or would you rather somebody help you with your dishes? Or would you rather just hear how great you are? Or better yet, just a small little gift I probably made for you or bought for you. As well as the other way around. It's, it's so weird to think about it because it is a two-sided thing, this love language that we speak, speak about. And it's like, everybody's so unique. We don't feel or experience love in the same way. So just like I was saying, like, which one lights you up more? Which one gets you more excited? That's an easy, test-free way to figure out what your love language is, as well as another a way to figure out the people around you love languages, like when you do those certain things for them. And I do believe it's very, very important to realize that love languages is not just for your lover. It's not just for your boo, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your baby. Realistically, it can be for anyone. It's like that space to kind of like help any kind of misunderstandings and miscommunications and show support and love in their own kind of way. So I feel like, and I personally believe, you can show like your love language or their love language to your friends, your family, even especially yourself. I think it's so important to do it for yourself. And it's like with each love language, it's different stuff to help with self-love. And I think that's what's important. And the thing is, I know there's people who's like, all of them are love languages. They all are. I agree. We all need and or want all of these. But there's something, there's one that's predominant. That's the head honcho, the big dog, the OG over every single one of them. Even if it's that little bit 1%. It's possible. It's possible to just have that one love language. I know we're scared that if we say, okay, it's just this one thing, we won't get this. So if I say, oh, my love language is acts of service, I might be scared I won't get a lot of quality time. It's not like that. It's just one sparks me more than the other. 
but I still require everything. So don't feel like you're missing out or you won't receive that love because it's not your predominant love language. I see a lot of people who will say like all three of like three of them are. And I'm like, yes, you're correct, but which one is overpowering the other two? I haven't let that one sit. But I will say, love languages, they help misunderstandings. But I will say, it's not the end all be all. There's still work that has to be done. So, just because someone's love language is quality time. You still need to communicate with them. You still have to, you know, comprehend, communicate, respect, and everything like that. So don't ever think about one thing and you losing any other qualities. You can be whole and have these other things as accessories as well. But one of the most interesting things to me is that we have this tendency to like bestow onto others what we like the most. And so I think I've said this before in an episode where I was saying how I heard that love languages is something that you basically didn't didn't get as a kid. I didn't get a lot of That's why you want it more as an adult, which is very understandable to me. But we still, in our day-to-day actions, we do that bestowing onto others what we want. So like, if we want somebody to cook us dinner, we're more likely to cook somebody dinner until that understanding is met. But at the same time, I will say this. I understand it's human nature to do that. But I do strongly believe that intentions are everything. And with love languages, it can get sticky and messy and everything, but it's important not to do something just for something in return. That is literally a business plan. So sometimes when we do do something just so we can get something back, it's not the best thing. Or you might not even get to get to get that reaction or that thing, quote unquote, that you wanted. So I think it's important to give people the things that help them with their love languages, as well as being, I think it's important for us to receive things that peak our love language. And as human beings, yes, it sounds like homework, 
But the world would be a nicer place if we showed each other love, support, effort, intentionally. If I know quality time is your favorite thing, why would I not just give it to you? Even if it's like, you know, as much as I can, you know, give you. I think the world would be such a better place if we, and it's not even with the love language, just in general, but if we start caring about each other, being considerate with each other. I think a lot of people are so used to that. I'm on my own, it's me against the world mindset that when other people are loving on you and everything, you don't know how to act. And sometimes that's me. I know one of my things is my over independent, is me being overly independent. That's a form of me not being able to receive love. It's so many things that could be a lot easier if I'm just able to receive like the simple things. But sometimes I treat things as a, a war or a battle. But they always say, you pick and choose your battles. And this one does not have to be one. So ask yourself. If you're doing all the giving, are you receiving? Or switch it up. If you're doing all the receiving, are you giving? That balance is so important. That balance will make you feel, it will will never make you feel like you're too full or too empty. And we all know what I'm talking about. You know, like that moment when you get some food and you just indulge in it and you go crazy. And then you eat so much that it's uncomfortable. And it's just like, why did I do that? Or we all have those moments where we haven't ate all day. We literally drunk some coffee. Our stomach is cringing and cramping. It's okay to have a balance. You don't have to have two extremes a low extreme or a high extreme. And I think that's what's so, 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 so important about love languages, self-love. You know what, let's mix it together, just self-love language. But I will say, everyone is unique, so even the way you receive in this message, Or the way you give this message to somebody else can be different. But that's the beauty of life. We're all like snowflakes. Or we're all like fingerprints. So unique, so different, yet so beautiful and eye-catching. So your homework from me to you is to figure out your own personal love language, figure out the, your favorite people around you, and also figure out if you're receiving and or giving love, or both. Very simple homework assignment. All it's gonna do is just better your life.
and make you more in tune with the people that you care about and that you love. Make you more intentional. Because that's all we really want. But that being said, I'm not going to keep blabbing on and on. 